Okay, it's Robin Harford here from EatWeedsAndForagingCourses.com. I'm here with Craig Holdridge at the Devon Steiner School, just outside Totnes. And Craig is director of the Nature Institute in upstate New York and author of a brand new book which he wrote and was published last year called Thinking Like a Plant. Craig teaches a process called Gertian Science and I'm uh, just trying to uh, get an understanding, a greater understanding, because Gertian Science is known within certain areas of the plant community. And so Craig, what, what is Gertian Science? I mean, who is Goethe? What's, what, what's the relationship to plants? Yeah. <clears throat> so Goethe was a German poet. That's how he's known, poet and literature giant. He's kind of comparable with Shakespeare in the German language. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he also did a lot of science, um, which is very interesting. He studied plants in great detail. He also did a lot of work around color. He studied meteorology. He was kind of one of these, um, you know, men of many activities and very creative, li lived um, uh, until 1832. So that just gives you a sense. So the end of the 18th century, beginning of the 19th century. And his work in science um, has not been forgotten, even though it's kind of been at the margin of science um, ever since, because it doesn't have the kind of the reductionist um, uh, mathematical focus, quantitative focus that um, contemporary um, science has, and yet it is scientific in the sense that it tries to be a meth methodological, methodical approach that you can explain to people and that people can participate in, so that you come to some kind of knowledge. And what's I would say is special about it, and what you know attracted me to it, is that it it tries to understand. And I'll focus now on what I'm saying more on, on life and, you know, plants, animals, but plants now, because that's what you're also mainly interested in. Um, trying to understand living beings, plants, as um, whole beings. So in their wholeness, in their integrity, in their relation to the environment, um, so that you can get a, um, a sense of them as other beings in a differentiated and clear way so that you would um, understand the world not through explaining it through all sorts of theories and models but through a kind of a, a meeting with the plants. Now, what does that meeting involve? Um, it, for in, in Goethe's approach, one tries to um, study the plant in such a way that you you study the forms. You you can be very exact in, for example, drawing and um, uh, describing, noticing all the details in a plant, but not for their own sake, but in their relationships to the rest of the plant. That would be the first step. So you try to move, actually, as I, I say it, from the finished forms. The plants don't run around. They're... Um, they're uh, um, creatures that show us lots of forms. They have their organs 
um, organs, meaning their leaves, their stems, their flowers, their fruits out in the world that we can study, but they come out of a process. So how can we begin to get a sense of the process? So studying plants over time, how they develop, and beginning to look at every form as a reflection of a developmental process, and the forms then in their relation to each other. So today, um, you were there today, we looked at the oak and then compared it afterwards to a birch tree. And what we tried to do was to see, look at the forms of the leaves, the texture of the leaves, the colors of the leaves, the variety of the leaves, how they're arranged on the stems, um, then how they are arranged together on the whole of the tree, and we were able to look at a very magnificent old freestanding oak, and how that whole tree um, uh, expresses itself in 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 the environment, meaning a very sturdy and um, self-contained entity in comparison, for example, to the birch, which is much more um, refined, light, never gets so big, more going up upward rather than outward and spreading. So we tried to get into the characteristics so that you can, in a certain way, like you would say, you try to understand the character of a person, to try to understand the character of a plant um, through going into details and inwardly, as a, as a perceiver and thinker, um, to become active in recre inwardly recreating, reimagining the forms, trying to imagine how the stem lengthens, following the processes, uh, following the forms to come into process, so that you see that the plant is actually, as it appears to us, a resultant result of activity, and that's the real life of the plant. And because a plant is an organism, a living being, every part of it comes out of one whole and is expressive of that whole. But can we can we see that? So that can we see the qualities of the oak? Can we see the qualities of the birch? Can we see the qualities of, of any plant? So it's a way of understanding that's, um, you could say, more qualitative, um, then and it doesn't mean you can't count and you can't measure. Of course, you can do all of those things, but do they help you understand something of the deeper nature of this other being? And and everything one does is basically is striving to let the other reveal itself through your endeavor. Yeah, I find it I found it um, fascinating because I try and get people to connect to plants in a way of deepening their relationship with them through their, their senses and through touch and smell and tasting. Mm -hmm. I, I'm referring to say wild food is, is, a, is a prime focus. And what I found is that this is a, another mode of cognition, maybe that's not the right, uh, observation mm -hmm. that um, certainly supplements and enhances the more tactile, smell, the other senses. Yes. And you came up with a, a term, contextual, what was it, contextual sensing? It's, well, context, context sensitivity. Context sensitivity. sensitivity, yeah. And we kind of touched on that, that um, because I'm, a, I'm a, not only a firm believer in it, but also it's 
been borne out through experience that, that you know we, we there is a relationship that goes on when we are observing mm-hmm. another another being right so in this in this sense it's plants and that there are ways through these these processes to learn or have revealed to us other uses for these plants as food as medicine mm-hmm. um, and it certainly felt for me that the Gertian approach was was a very good um, add-on mm-hmm. a bonus um, another way of, of making the picture of how to engage with a plant more whole and I found it fascinating actually um, I don't. I often try and teach people as though they're blind, but this was different. This was as though we're fully, we're fully sighted people, and, and yes. therefore it adds to not only what is known as the pattern method of plant identification, mm-hmm. which is more botanical, but it's actually there is there is some. I mean, I can't, I'm not very good with words, so there is some other process that goes on through doing it rather than just looking at a plant and counting the sepals counting the petals we are right. engaging almost with the character of the plant that's exactly right yeah, yeah. that's and we're trying and all of us you know more kind of intuitively or almost subconsciously you know feel something of the character of a plant if we attend to them at all right if we're not someone who's blind so to speak to plants um so that but in a certain way you're trying to not only bring that to consciousness, but to refine it and really to get a deeper, and what I call, I call it understanding. I mean, I think this is actually understanding in a way that science is often looking, normal science is looking for a kind of understanding, but gets lost often in, in, in details, doesn't reconnect them to the, to the source, which is the whole organism, um, and then comes up with all sorts of explanations of things which are often extraneous. So, you know, there. I think you're. You know, this. In a way, this is a. Is a I mean, the way I uh, began this all was as, as a form of kind of inquiry that I felt was more meaningful than what I'd been taught in the kind of traditional science, whereby I use some of the skills perhaps that I had there. But it's you're. It's going way beyond the you know botanical categorization and trying to. You could say, yeah, and, and beyond just kind of more static patterns, but I would say kind of the movement from to making it more dynamic. You're beginning to see the plant in more dynamic ways, and that in, and unified ways that you try to see. Well, how does the leaf formation relate to the to the way the buds are organized on and the and the um, the leaves are organized on the branch and the thicknesses of the branch, the way it branches, and that in relation to the whole fo- form, so that how does the whole live in every part? Um, and it seems to me that when we get in that direction, go in that direction, then we're getting, we're we're touching what organisms truly are, and. And what you was we were speaking about the kind of work you do that takes that further into the realms of the of the taste and the smell, where then we're really taking it through those senses into us and then experiencing that within our body, whereas when we're using vision and of course um, hearing is the one sense that we don't use as much with plants, right? Um, but with the visual sense, you know, the way we've been trying to u- train to use it is more 
detached. Yeah. And what we're trying to do in a certain way, one aspect of it, because we use touch as well, and, and any time you see relationships and patterns, you're actually using a, your own sense of movement. You, know, you actually are using your body more than you think to, to look at forms, right? And we're trying to, part of this practice is to, once you've looked at something, is to then not look at it anymore, close your eyes, reimagine the form, build it up, energetically in your imagination vividly so that you're feeling inwardly the colors, the texture, the, um, the prickles, the different, um, uh, yeah, the, the edges of the leaf, etc. That you really try to build that up so that you're making conscious um, and, and um, participating in the qualities that the plant reveals to you more outwardly. Um, at, at first sight, so that that heightens your sensitivity to the plant. So I think ideally one would be using all these sensory modalities yeah. and then connecting them. The connections come through our own inner imagination moving from one sensory modality to another and that in, in all of that our relationship to the plant is being expressed. Right, yeah. and so then the insights may come. You know that this that about in terms of food, a food quality or a medicinal quality of some of of a plant.